Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Show me what I fear, so I don't fear it no more. Yeah, I got quiet. Go when, I got quiet when you hear that. Go ahead, yeah. say something stupid. Yeah, but I got quiet when you hear that. You're like, yeah. <laughs> what? Well, you you were saying something uh, though, man. Yeah, what was but it? when you hear that record, but I get quiet, man. <laughs> I always get caught off guard <laughs> and don't know anything about it until I hear the episode. Well, fuck you, man. <laughs> That's a nice it's surprise. Just, I like it. <laughs> <sighs> that's for the that's for the guy that gives the three star rating. <laughs> Fuck that guy, <laughs> right? Um. Anyway, welcome everybody to yeah, another welcome. episode of Horror Makes You Brave. We did a we did a classy picture today, and this was Matt's idea. I was shocked when you told me. <laughs> I, was la- I was like, if you this will probably I don't know when these are going to come. <laughs> yeah, sometimes gotta, I change the order. <laughs> yeah, got to quit giving dates at this point. <laughs> but when we did Mathrigan, at least. I was like, all right, I chose. I was like, Matt, you pick whatever you want next time. And he was like, Rosemary's Baby. I was like, the fuck are you? <laughs> Rosemary, I've never heard you talk about Rosemary's Baby. Well, now you see why I chose it. And I, and I was all for it because I tried to watch this movie 10 years ago and mm-hmm. just wasn't in the headspace. Like, I watched the first five, 10 minutes. And I was like, I don't, I can't do this right now. Yeah. And then I just never came back to it. So when you're like, Rosemary's Baby, I was like, fuck it. Rosemary's Baby. <laughs> Rosemary it is. So, okay, you have why did you pick this movie? Um, I remember my grandma, you know, I, I said this before on this podcast that my grandma's the one that got me like into watching a lot of horror movies. She always said that she liked, she liked Rosemary's Baby, and I watched it one time with her. But, uh, you know, of course it was edited for TV because what we just seen was not, yeah. would have not been aired on TV. But, yeah, she uh, she always talked about how, she, how much she liked it. So I watched it, and I watched it with her one time, and, yeah, I mean, it's quite and a it's, trip. And it absolutely, like, holds up. Like the whole time we were, I was like, man, this movie's good. Yeah. <laughs> like, this movie's really good. <laughs> like it, for someone who hadn't seen it before, but, and I sort of knew what the kind of the under the plot was. Right. I was like, I kind of see what's going on. So I thought it was, it, I'm going to compare this to Midsummer. <laughs> Cause Midsummer, I was just about to say. Midsummer, I was like, I know what the fuck is oh, yeah. going on. And Midsummer just dragged its feet and it was just people crying the entire movie. Right. And it was so boring. I thought about that when we were watching. I was like, I know how Landon is with his witches. And, <laughs> yeah. And his but coven. this was absolutely fine because it's what makes this movie work. And what I kept wanting to say, I was going to wait till now to say it. I was like, 
She is the smartest character I, I may have ever seen in a horror movie. Oh yeah, Mia Farrow. Yeah, she mm-hmm. is, and I don't know what all she's been in. Like, I know, she's Mia Farrow. Yeah, she's a popular name. I think yeah. you said she won the Oscar for this. She, movie? she was not. I, I think she did win, but I know for a fact she was nominated for one. Yeah. For, did Polanski win for this? Movie? <laughs> <laughs> He's a whole about, other conversation. Yeah, uh, he. Uh, I don't know how many of his movies I've ever actually seen of anything. I think he's just done. this one's the only one I've ever seen yeah. by him. He's a. I don't know much about him. I only know what he was accused of doing in the '60s, '70s, whenever that. This and I, for some reason, I kept thinking this movie was in the '70s, but it's in the '60s. '60, yeah, '68. I think. Yeah, yeah, like late '60s. Yeah. And the only reason that that snapped back is, is I kept thinking back to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Because they're next door neighbors to Roman Polanski right. in the movie, and it's That's the whole I think like that Manson movie, murders and yeah, I think that movie takes place. I think the Manson murders, murders was sixty nine, think so, something yeah, something like that, yeah, somewhere in there. And he's like, he's like, "That's the director of Rosemary's Baby," and I was like, "It's got to be before the seventies, <laughs> then." <laughs> um, so whenever, like, when we were sitting down and watching this movie, like, like I was saying, like, Midsummer, I sort of knew. I was like, I know what this fucking is, and this movie, I sort of knew what it was, but. It's so they knew how to make movies back then. Like, and by the way, before we even started it, like Matt was like, "You see what the running time?" <laughs> yes, <laughs> I wanted you to know going into it. <laughs> it's two hours and fifteen minutes. It was. I had no problem with this movie. Awesome. Like, I don't know if I would have even. Usually, I'm like, they could have cut this or cut yeah. this. I'm fine with this movie. I don't. Deal, I, I didn't really have a problem with it. That uh, <laughs> that that Roman. <laughs> He at least knows how to make the movie. I feel like I've accomplished something. Um, He's a I, sick motherfucker. <laughs> well, that you said that during the movie. You're like, man, this is fucked up. And yeah, I was like, dude. well, it is based on a book. I don't know how yeah. much of this shit is him and how much was in the book. I like to read that book, man. Yeah. But yeah, I was, first of all, I was shocked that you even suggested watching the movie. Um, and then as I'm watching it, I was, I was shocked at just like, because again, any movie you haven't seen that's over like 40, 50 years old. If you, gener- if you generally know like what the plot is, you sort of check out. I found myself doing that with like classic other movies. This movie, I was just like the whole time, I was like, this is good. Like, yeah. And like, I thought there was going to be like a lot of dated dialogue and shit like that. But like Mia Farrow had just some like quippy one-liners in the movie. I was like, this is, this is in the 60s? Yeah, man. She, yeah. Top notch. So what movie... Was this a 68 movie? I, I think, it, I, yeah, it's either 68 or 60, 69. I think it's 68 because I was thinking about, uh, I, I was trying to pay attention to the date because I know usually when you let me pick a movie, I always pick like a, a newer age movie. Yeah, 68. 68, yeah. So this was like probably one of the oldest movies that I picked for us to do on the show. Yeah. So. Is this movie remade? Now I gotta look. Oh, if it was, man, there's, I've got to know who the, the director is that did it. <laughs> 1976 television film, Look What's Happened to Rosemary's Baby. Oh, wow. So was, they made a, se- a TV sequel. I was um, completely unaware of that. A remake of Rosemary's Baby was briefly considered in 2008. I, I knew, okay, yeah. In January 2014, uh, Rosemary's Baby miniseries was made with Zoe Saldana okay. as Rosemary. So what's her name? Uh What's her name from? <laughs> Is that the girl from uh from Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. <laughs> Nobody knows what that is, uh, right. yeah, and I'm not going to say it. If you know what the hell we just quoted, <laughs> you're, you're awesome. Yours, you're awesome. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh-huh. I feel I feel like this movie doesn't. I mean, dude, it's 1968 and it still holds up, and we're yeah. in 2023. I feel like it doesn't need a remake. I mean, it's no, it'll be remade. Well, I don't. Who knows how good or bad the Zoe Saldana? She's a fine actress, right? I could see her being. That was one of my first notes of the movie. Is the movie really takes its time? Like they, spe- you know, they specifically chose Mia Farrow because she's got those really big eyes. Um, she's so sweet. She's so polite to everybody. You're just the whole time. The whole first half hour of the movie i'm like they are really building up this lady to be like the sweetest nicest person <laughs> because you know something fucked up is gonna oh, happen yeah. later and that's why they you're like it, it's smart that they did that and zoe saldana has she kind of has that way about yeah. it like she's really pretty she's got like a very like vulnerable even though she plays a lot of like action things like she's she could probably do she's it she's an but, avatar too right yeah I avatar thought, yeah. she's in a ton of stuff yeah. but yeah, like it didn't. It doesn't need a remake I don't because think it, does. it. Everything about this movie just works. Like it's paced perfectly. Like, right. Again, I'm the asshole that's always like, no, nah, they could have cut this. They could have cut this. <laughs> you but surprised time, me, man. When you the said whole that. time I just sat there, I was like, this is a good movie. I like yeah. it. <laughs> and thinking back to it now, we just finished watching it. I was like, I don't. There's nothing about the movie that I would have said needed to go or, or cut. Like it worked. Like I kept thinking that. And this isn't saying like it needed a cut, but I kept thinking the conclusion was going to be her having the kid and screaming, and then it was just going to cut to black. Right. That's probably would be a little bit more of like exploitative type movie yeah. would do shit like that. But the one thing I do like is you don't get to see what the baby looks like. Yeah. That yeah. they leave that to your imagination. Yeah. I do like that. Yeah. And I because I kept when she said all oh, his eyes, I was like they're going to cut back to it, and then when she walks up to it at the end, I was like it's going to show some stupid demon eyes. And it just never shows yeah. the kid. And I was like, so smart. I like that. <laughs> so yes. smart. Yes. Good job, Roman. Yeah. <laughs> we can, the man, we're going to get torched just for complimenting the guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was fun while it lasted, man. <laughs> what did they do? They said Roman Polanski made a good movie. Can you believe it? <laughs> right. It's fucked up. Here comes two stars and one stars now. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, like I said, I didn't take many no, The. <laughs> <laughs> the line we laughed at when the, the couple comes over, like, how you doing? Oh, it's the first day of my period. And you're just it's like, a random what? one. <laughs> just hit you out of nowhere. But I loved in this movie, like Mia Farrow carries this entire movie on oh, her yeah. shoulder. She's the Tony Collette. Yeah, yeah. She <laughs> is amazing in this movie in a very subtle way. Like we're compared like Tony Collette. Like Tony Collette gives this really big performance. Outstanding performance, yeah. Yeah, and she it's really intense. Mia Farrow is like the opposite end. Like it's a really delicate thing that she's doing. And she kind of, and you're on her side the entire movie because the first time you meet this fucking elderly couple in the building, you're just like, God, these people are annoying. (laughs) And immediately she's just like, you feel it. Like she's the next scene. She's just like, she's real nosy. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Like she's immediately kind of put off by these people. Those Farrow quips. Yeah. And one of the, I wanted to call this, I kept wanting to say this during the movie too, but it's literally, this is literally gaslighting the movie. (laughs) If you like, this could not be like a more like picture perfect. If you don't know what the term gaslighting is, just watch Rosemary's baby. Cause when you get to sort of the end of the movie and you realize what's going on and you realize the amount of detail and a a lot of stuff they've set up along the way to make her feel comfortable and make her feel like she's not crazy. And if she does start questioning stuff, they throw it back on her as if she's losing her mind. You're just like, these people are fucked up. (laughs) Yeah. Right. And the plot of the movie. Yeah. Did you pick up on that? Like really quickly, like the plot. 
Well, you know, they give you like hints was. throughout the way, like, you know. I sort of knew what it was. I got you. So, but I like, that was another thing, like, any movie that came out in, hell, 80s, 90s, and now would underline so much shit in this movie. This mo- The plot of the movie is there if you're looking for it, but everything, it's, it's there's never a scene where, like, a character sits down and says, well, I did this, and we're going to do, and they just lay out the, the whole fucking exposition of the movie. Right. This, it doesn't have that. It has, like, early on, he's talking about, like, his movie career, and then they go and meet this couple, and, and then a little bit later, he said, I didn't get the part, and and then a little bit later after that, he gets the part because the person that did get the part originally in the was it movie play, whatever he's in, yeah, goes went blind, so he got the part, he got the part yeah. and you're just like, okay, okay. I sort of see what we're... Yeah. You gotta pay but, attention. I mean, yeah, there, now, I say that as someone who who hadn't seen the movie but knew what it was. If you didn't know what it was and you've never seen the movie, you wouldn't pick up on yeah, this. Yeah, that, that can be overlooked. I can, yeah. yeah. Nobody would. And that's another thing about this movie is even though I knew a lot of this stuff and I was seeing it along and along and I was like, okay, I never, like, you know the movies you watch where you just get pissed at the girl or whoever, or whoever the main character, you're just like, you fucking idiot. Like, <laughs> right. what are you doing? Stop acting stupid. Not, she does not, this Mia Farrow does not act stupid the entire movie. Like, Rosemary is one of the smartest, cleverest characters in the entire movie, or in any movie. That was something that I kind of liked about the ending, because the ending ends very Carpenter-esque. That sort of, it's uh, ambiguous in terms of, like, what she's thinking and what she's going to do. Because if you, you could look at it any way you want to look at. The ending could be her accepting her fate, and, but it could also just be her biding her time right and and you don't really know i like to think that's what because she has figured out everything yeah um and you're just like she's smart she'll figure something and the movie just sort of cuts out without you knowing she's always one step ahead of everybody yeah Yeah. despite what how secretive they're being around her she still seems to already figured out yep um and she never has like a huge like aha moment she just slowly realizes that like things just aren't things aren't how they seem they are how yeah. they seem they should be right and you see it on her face like that was that moment where <laughs> and there's lots of like good relationship stuff in the movie like whenever she's talking to her friends at the party and then later on the husband's pissed oh those bitches you're gonna listen to that <laughs> yeah. i was like you've seen that shit in relationships all the time <laughs> but that i love that moment of she knows something's up and she's been holding like literally and like metaphorically, she's been holding in pain like the first half of the movie and nobody's helping her. Nothing seems to be helping. And you just see it like wearing on her. Yeah. Um, and then her friends finally show up and they're just, they're like the first ones in the movie. That's just like, yeah, this is fucked up. <laughs> like, right. like you're, there's something wrong. This should not be this way. And you see this relief on her of like, I'm not crazy. Yeah. This is when she starts to do something about it. So, yeah, and yeah. of course, that's why he would. the husband gets pissed off because... Yeah. And by the way, we're talking about this. I mean, if you've seen Rosemary's Baby, nothing we're saying is going to... You're just like, yeah, you idiot. You haven't seen Rosemary's Baby, <laughs> but I hadn't seen it. Right. So, like, I was watching, I was like, this movie's just so good. Like, I was expecting Mia Farrow to be more subdued, to be more, like, blah about everything and her just being seduced without fi- ever figuring out what was actually yeah. going on until maybe the very end. Oh, she was... But about halfway through, like, she is kind of on it. Yeah, and, she is. And that was, like, that was like what made me sit back up. I was like, this isn't any kind of horror movie that really gets made anymore. A lot of her lines are, like, really short, too, man, but, like, her facial expressions, she 
just nails it, man. It's yeah. Not, see why she was nominated. She yeah, did because outstanding. Because so many other people are constantly talking around her and feeding her bullshit. So you really have to watch her face because sometimes she's like cluing in and she's like like very like, distrustful. Remember that. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, I didn't take many notes. Um, <laughs> did you take any? <laughs> I didn't take any. But uh, it's a good thing you didn't take notes, man, because that means you you were really clued, like glued yeah. in and you were paying attention to the movie. You liked it, man. That's, I'm glad you liked it. I was kind of nervous, like I say, because I know how you are with your your witches and your, <laughs> yeah. your your cults and covens. Yeah, but that a good thing about this is that it never goes into like detail about the fucking whatever the ritual is. Yeah. At the end of the movie, and it's a little bit of a slow burn too. Oh yeah, yeah. But again, like something like Hereditary, Midsummer, they're slowly piecing it, cluing you in, and but at the end, they're just like, oh, it's the. At, Midsummer. Oh, it's we got to have the nine people, and it's got to be shaped like a stupid triangle, and we're gonna <laughs> set it on fire. And you're like, I don't care. That's the stuff I just don't care about. This movie is about witches ultimately, but it it never tells you exactly what the rituals are. She reads some stuff off, but it's very quick. Yeah, it's very quick. The only thing I really remember is the, <laughs> the devil's pepper. <laughs> yes, sir. That's the best wings at Wild Wing Cafe, guys. If you ever. <laughs> Next time you're in there, get the devil's I'm pepper. Sh- I'm so, I'd have to Google, like, someone has to have stolen that and made it up. Oh, it's got to be some, something. Yeah, I'm, it's got to be some at a, some restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got the devil's pepper on it and some little snot-like film school dork serving you as they can get it. Uh, right. Yeah, and like, They'll yeah. serve you, like, a, a cookies and cream milkshake to look like the drink she was drinking. I swear <laughs> that's what that was. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, the I guess, again, if you don't know, and I said, usually I like to break down the plot. I guess I'll do that here. It's Rosemary's Baby. I'm the asshole that didn't, had never seen it. So, and, but again, the plot's very simple. It's, and it's all behind the scenes too. Like it, it never explicitly like spells it out except for like a little piece of dialogue here and there. And you're like, oh, I get it. They move into this new apartment. He's an actor who's, who hasn't quite made it big, but he's been in a few things. And then they meet these eccentric neighbors who are fucking annoying, <laughs> but uh, the the and husband is like, away. <laughs> yeah, but the husband is very storied and he likes talking about his life. And ultimately, again, I have to reiterate, this happens behind the scenes. If you would have seen this in the movie, it would have been stupid. But he bas- behind the scenes, he makes the husband basically makes a deal with the husband, or the husband makes a deal with, with the neighbor, the neighbor husband, yeah. yeah, to basically sacrifice the kid that like. Because from the beginning, Rosemary's like, we want to have three kids and blah, blah, blah. So basically what's happened behind the scenes is the husband has basically agreed to, like, offer their firstborn to them for... <laughs> this is where I was like... Uh, where basically to be successful. To be like... <laughs> this is... Uh, but that was... that. What made me laugh is if you wanted to be, like, a conspiracy theorist over the whole Roman Polanski stuff... He's really thumbing his nose at Hollywood in this movie of just like people literally selling their firstborn child to be successful, be successful yeah. in, in show business. I was like, he's really talking shit about Hollywood <laughs> in a very subtle way. I was like, I could see people trying to like oust him out of Hollywood right, by right. making up shit. It probably, I'm not saying it's made up. <laughs> it's probably not. But if I was an Alex Jones type, I'd be like, yeah, he just did that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, AJ. <laughs> I don't, ha- I just, I, I don't have the voice for Alex Jones. I will lose my voice if I try. You're just saying there's rabbit holes here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this movie, again, it, that's, that is the plot of the movie. It, it's not really any more complicated than that. I mean, um, she, she ultimately like fathers 
Satan's child pretty much. Yeah. And then the little thing sort of set up like early on, like I sort of called early on where uh, the guy's like, I th- where's my other glove? I thought I left it. I was like, they t- he took his glove. Mm-hmm. Especially because like after the dude's left, he's like, hey, I need to run over to the neighbors. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> that was like, okay. red flag. Because <laughs> <laughs> ba- again, and this is very basic witchcraft shit too. It's that again, I'm fine with it as long as it's just like, yeah, anybody knows that. that witchcraft for dummies. Yeah. <laughs> if you need to put a curse on somebody, you got to have an article right. of clothing or something they own. Or They'll something. never get a piece of my hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, they basically, if they want to put a curse on somebody, they get an item. Because later on when she calls the other actor who who went blind, he said something. I missed it. Um if she tells him that like that um, her husband guy has has something of his one of his belongings. Yeah, and did we see that earlier in the movie? I um, didn't see it. No. Okay, it may. It's I been forever since I've seen this movie. So yeah. this is the second time I've seen it. But uh, this is the only second time you've seen. Only it? Only the second time I've seen okay. it. The first time I watched with my you know with my grandma. But oh, wow, that was a long time ago. That, but damn, this one was a lot more. <laughs> that that rape scene, man. <laughs> that, that rape scene. Remember in the very beginning of the movie, we're like we're. You know, they the neighbors bring over the, the bowl of pudding and they eat the but she's like, Oh, it's, it tastes real chalky. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was uh well, it was creepy afterwards it was, because it uh, really was because the whole time you're watching <clears throat> it, you're like and the movie sets up again, uh, Roman Polanski man, <laughs> earlier in the movie he sets up that Mia Farrow has these very almost surrealistic kind of dreams. Right. And the way he films it is like it, it's very interesting the way he sets up the shots for the dreams. So later on, whenever she's kind of passes out and on the bed and all these people come in, you're just like, well, it could be her having one of her weird dreams again. Um, of course you learn later. It, it absolutely wasn't, yeah. wasn't no. but, uh, her husband's a creep. Yeah. <laughs> but if you look at it, even if you look at it from her point of view, <clears throat> meaning like you don't, you don't think what happened was actually real when she wakes up the next yeah. morning and she was like, uh, She's like, are we going to do, are we going to, because they were planning, because they're, they're trying to have a kid. Right. And the whole t- thing they were going to do that night is uh, having a nice evening and they were going to do it and try to get her pregnant. Um, but then she, she's basically drugged, but she doesn't realize that. And then she wakes up the next morning and she's like, do you want to try again tonight? And he's like, oh, we already did it. And you're, and he basically tells her that he's screwed her while she was completely out of her yeah. mind, passed out. And you're just like, that is the creepiest shit that you're in. Like, this is your husband? And he, he makes that comment about, yeah. like, the it was kind of fun in a necro type yeah, of way. Yeah, in a necrophilia type <laughs> yeah. kind of room. You're just like, wow. wow. <laughs> yeah, like, this guy's said fucked that. up. Yeah. Um, but again, it's one of those, like, early things of, like, he's not he's not a perfect dude at all. Like, mm. And another thing is, like, you sort of, like, I was trying to, like, because at, at a certain point near the end, you're like, Jesus Christ, who the, who all was in on this? Because you're just like, every, <laughs> everybody? everybody? Yeah. But You thought about that when she went to the other doctor, right? And he, he, yeah, he told them. That irritated yeah. me. Yeah. I was like, God, him too? Him too, yeah. Like, why? <laughs> but I like that early on, and that's what made me question, like, was the entire thing from the beginning, did he choose this apartment for this? I don't think he did, like, but I could be wrong. Like, because at the beginning, the apartment shop. I think he realized, like, what his neighbor's who they were and what they were capable of. So that's when he kind of, yeah, well, yeah, he secretly joins their, you know, their coven or whatever, well, because he, he knows he can that, become but I famous. Think he does that after they have already bought the apartment right. or, or living in it. Yeah. I don't think from the beginning it was like, I mean, if it was, that's fucking, 
<laughs> That's right. I mean, well, you know, when he comes home from work that day, and she's like, oh, yeah, we're supposed to have dinner with the neighbors. And he's like, oh, I don't want to do that. You know, can we yeah. please not do that? But then yeah. he goes over there and he you know, has a good old time. Yeah. And then he wants to go back. Then over he wants there to go himself. back. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, by that point, uh, he's realized. Him. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think early on, he's he's just a normal husband who, <laughs> I mean, he's an aspiring actress, but he's not planning to sacrifice his firstborn right, child. Right. But very quickly, they seem to change his mind. And in a way where you're just like, oh, okay, that's that's how they're sort of lulling him in. Yeah. Where whatever they promised him for the firstborn, he probably hasn't gotten it yet. They probably, the way they lulled him in is to like, we could do this and you'll probably wind up getting that part. And then it works out and then he's like all in. Yep. But again, that's my guess because you never see that in the movie. The, the Almost the entire movie, I think probably the entire movie is you're with Mia Farrow. <clears throat> Yeah. Like you never quite see what's going on. She's always on. center screen yeah. pretty much. And I love kind of early on, I didn't even pick this up till the very end that uh, when they first move into the apartment, like there was a, a bureau type thing that had been moved and put against the wall. Mm-hmm. And they're like, that's weird. Um, and then they move it and they open it and you're just like, oh, it's just a closet. And I just thought, I was like, that's a weird, I was like, that'll probably come back later, but why the fuck is that here? Yeah. Why is there a closet? You see, um, when she pulls all the towels out at the end. That's at the yeah. end. You're just like, oh, because there's a. That was like one of those underlined things where, I was I had forgotten about it at that point, but then when she's running away and she locks it, and then suddenly they're like Scooby Dooing the gang in the background, <laughs> they're just in the apartment somehow. <laughs> you're just like, how the fuck did they get in here? <laughs> epic sneak scene. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, how do they? That makes no sense. And then when you really, you're like, oh, it all yeah, made sense. Secret, it was always secret door. There. Yeah. Yeah. Again, she's so. Watching her in the movie, it's it, she's the most entertaining thing to watch because you're just like, I would do that. That's what I would do. Yeah. I would do that. And she, uh, like that. She's not making dumb choices. No, she doesn't make a single fucking dumb yeah. choice the entire movie. You have to applaud that. Um, and I thought like almost until the very end, like when they, when, uh, is it Minnie? What's that lady? The old lady. Yeah, Minnie. Minnie. Yeah, the neighbor. At the end yeah. when she hands her the tea and she's like, what's in it? She's like, it's just Lipton tea, and she walks away. I was salt like, and pepper. I, yeah, salt and pepper. <laughs> I, I thought for a moment she was still she was going to drink it because just like, fuck it. But then she just yeah. sets it down. I was like, thank you. Do yeah. not take anything from these people. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, she is so smart to watch. And you <clears throat> that's my favorite thing. Like, I forget I was listening to some some podcast, I think, it, and they had Zach Galligan on. I, I can't think. The movie Crypt. I don't know if you've ever heard that. Um, Never heard of it. Uh, do you know the director, Adam Green? He's the one that did those. People love them, but I don't. the The Victor Crowley movies. I know. The, I do know of those movies. I've yeah, never watched. People them, love those. I don't. But he had a podcast. He probably it's probably still going on called the Movie Crypt with him and some other friend, horror friend of his. And they had Zach Galligan on as a guest one. For, uh, so Billy from Gremlins, and they talked about something that that's absolutely true. Is one of the best moments in Gremlins is. The moment where the mom's walking around the house and you hear, like, do you hear what I hear? And it's creepy. And she walks into the kitchen and she knows something messed up's going on. She grabs a knife and then she stops and thinks about it. And then she grabs the second there knife. There you go. And you're just like, you love, and the, the whole point they brought that up, they're <clears> like, you love it when a character does something smart in a yeah, movie. It's all about the rational thoughts. Yeah. And Rosemary's Baby is just con- consistently, you're just like, everything this woman is doing is kind of brilliant in a very yeah. small way. What like, any person would do. Yeah, like, it's not like, I mean, you're not saying like she's an absolute genius, but you're just like, yeah, she made a very smart, sound decision in doing this. 
one of my favorite things at the end was uh, when they're serving her in bed and she's like, what do you do? Because they're, she's like milking her breast. Right. And she's like, well, what do you do with the milk? She's like, oh, we just throw it out. And then they come to take, collect it again later. And she's like, oh, here, let me add these other dishes. And she grabs the spoon and goes to stick it in the milk. They're like, no, 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 like, no, 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 no. Yeah, don't do that. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it, you're just like, like that's so smart. Yeah. It, it's so and smart. They're using that milk. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And she immediately just like puts it together. You're right. like, God, it's so, ref like this movie was absolutely refreshing to watch because you don't see horror movies where people, like there's a great quote by, I think, Alfred Hitchcock where he says and this make this movie makes me question Alfred Hitchcock now because he's got a famous quote that says people in my movie characters in my movies don't always make the smartest decisions because if they did there'd be no movie <laughs> because a lot of characters in the movies make stupid decisions you're like right. why would you do that like that's probably where the cliche comes from is like don't go in there right right yelling. there's nothing in this movie like that and you're just like Roman Polanski knew better than yeah. Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> can we say that? <laughs> we did. We, we did. <laughs> for better or for worse. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was so like entertaining to watch this movie and watch her slowly figure it out and also question her own sanity while she was doing it. She doesn't have, again, she doesn't have that, aha, right. I figured it out and I'm going to blah, blah, blah. She literally is like, this is crazy. I might be crazy. Yeah, she just pieces um, it all together throughout the whole movie. And it's the, it's She's truly, always one step ahead. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's truly the most like, it might be one of the saddest scenes of the movie because you sort of know when she makes her way to Dr. Will, Dr. Smith, whatever his name yeah. is, yeah. the other doctor um, in the movie, she makes her way to his office and lays down and she just has this moment of like, ah, yeah, I got like away that. from yeah. it. And you're just like, man. And you could tell by the way he was looking at it when he closed the door that he was in on it, man. And also he kept see, her book. See, I didn't catch that. Yeah, so I remember when she first got there, she was giving him the books, and she gave him that witchcraft book. And he's like, you know, he looks at it, and he's like, can I hold on to this? Can I keep this? And she's like, yeah, yeah, keep it. That, I mean, that right there, yeah, you kind of kind of let you know that, that he, yeah, he's in on it. I didn't put that together. I didn't. I in my heart, I was like, "Come on, yeah. come on!" I mean, you, you don't want him to be in. Yeah. A, yeah, you want her to be in a safe haven because he but. had a. Again, there's like really good dialogue in the movie where it sort of throw it threw me off because if he had just done that, you'd be like, he could be in on it, right? But she's like, doesn't she's like, I know this sounds crazy, and she's like, maybe I'm crazy, and he has a nice line. He's like, he's like, well, I don't really believe in witchcraft. He's like, but people always think of a way to like. There's a lot of psychos out there that'll yeah. pick up ways to hurt people. And you're like, that's a good, like, that's a solid way to, to make the audience feel safe around. Right, them. right. And it did. I was like, oh, thank God. This guy gets it. Yeah. <laughs> and then she goes. She's and safe. Lays, yeah, she's safe. It, it's, it, that was like the moment that almost broke reality for me in the movie. But it was fine. Like, she goes and lays down. You're just like, okay, she's fine. Though, the fact that he lays her down, he's like, here, you go to sleep now. I was like, yeah, that might be a little weird. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else is like, yeah, she just told you this horrifying thing and she doesn't want, she should be terrified to ever want to go to sleep again. Right. You want her to lay down and take a nap. Yeah, so. why don't you lay down and take a nap? <laughs> <laughs> why don't you have a seat? <laughs> um, and then she take wakes up. Take your bra up. off if you like. <laughs> <laughs> Never let a man <laughs> tell you. <laughs> Shaving your pubic hair or your crab infestations. <laughs> Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch -ch 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 -chum 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, <laughs> so would you and, say would you say this movie is ahead of its time? With it being yeah. in 68? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's I don't know why this movie isn't like. I, well, actually, I do know why. Because it's <laughs> yeah, Mr. RP himself. Because <laughs> I was like, I don't understand why people don't more like the feminist movement don't hold this movie up and like this is the movie. This is this is the female character we, yeah, we want to see. Got in that movies. female lead yeah. because they can't because then they'd have to be saying it's a Roman Polanski <laughs> movie. <laughs> uh, but they totally should. <laughs> but they won't. Um, <laughs> And I get it. I'm not judging anybody. <laughs> I might judge Roman Polanski uh, right. a little bit, but the man made a good movie. I need to look and see like in what other movies he did because this is really the only movie by him I've, I've ever watched. Yeah, he did Chinatown. Did he? Yeah, he did okay. do China. I have I have seen that. Yeah. Um, he was he was with Sharon Tate, right? Wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. I that was so. uh, that was that's another one of those things. Like, do I want to say that? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he was the. I think he was the father of Sharon Tate's baby too when she was. Pregnant. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Um, when so when she gets murdered, like his wife and unborn kid are murdered. Right. That might have an effect on somebody to be fucked up themselves. I'm not excusing it. That's right. why I was hesitating to say that. <laughs> Cats out of the bag yeah. now. <laughs> but yeah, that was '68, and then Chinatown came out in I think the '70s. Yeah. I saw Chinatown like 15, at least 15 years ago. I've oh, wow. seen it once. It's okay. Yeah. It's it's well made, but it's not Rosemary's Baby. It's not no. It's not yeah. Rosemary's <laughs> Baby. It's more. I mean, it's a slow burn too, and you have to sort of be in the headspace to want to watch. It's it's like a detective movie where the detective doesn't really give a shit. Right. But if you want to watch Chinatown, my my suggestion would instead watch to watch uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Because it's literally the same plot of Chinatown, but it's Roger Rabbit. Nice. That's sort of like some people. I think some people do know that. Like the, it's almost the same basic plot of Chinatown as what the plot of Who Framed Roger Rabbit is. That's awesome. Um, so maybe watch Who <laughs> Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, instead. It's the better choice. Um, but yeah, like like I'm like this might be one of the best horror movies I've ever seen in nice. terms of like it. Like I always love when a horror movie like surprises me. Those are like when and you like <laughs> I give you shit all the time, but you've picked some solid picks of like when you picked Barbarian. 
not that I didn't want to see it. I was just like, yeah, that was one of those. I'll put that on my list and I'll watch it eventually. Right. Um, but when you said watch, it, I was like, yeah, okay, we'll watch it. That's a movie that surprises you where you're just like, I know where this is going. And then bam, yeah. <laughs> Justin Long singing in a car. And you're just like, <laughs> we're so excited. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I love when a movie like surprises you right. like this. This movie doesn't really have those kind of surprises, but it's like just refreshing to see a character who isn't a goddamn moron. <laughs> yeah, man, I have some, uh, some golden nuggets up in <laughs> movies. And I'm a timestamp that, by the way, Landon giving me credit on, on, on movies. Minute 35? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to know if you cut that. I'm going to rewind that part like 10 times. <laughs> Won't you, you keep talking <laughs> with your note or your uh, uh, memos? Yeah, right, uh, right. But literally before, I, I'm so glad I didn't. While I was on my way over here, I was like, I might just tell Matt we can watch No Country for Old Men instead. Because I've been so on it ever since, by the way, after we recorded Mithrigan last time. When Let's we, set these people up for this, <laughs> this episode that's coming. It's inevitable. So when we finished recording like Mithrigan, Matt, you were just on your phone, like randomly like looking at clips from No Country for Old Men. And you're like, this movie's so good. I'm like, are you watching No Country yeah. for Old Men? And you're like, yeah, man. I was like, I saw that movie three times Dude, in the theater. One of I my love favorite movies movie. ever. Yeah. We, we had no idea the other loved the movie so much. But like, now we do. And then we're like, you know, it's kind, it could be a horror movie. <laughs> yeah, man, we were I digging. Mean, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's as much a horror movie as Rosemary's Baby. <laughs> in other words, get ready, guys. We're yeah. going to do <laughs> No Country for Old Men <laughs> yeah. episode. That's gonna, that'll probably be the next one. Because yeah. I've... I, I think I watched it about a week ago, and I was like, God, this movie is so, so good. good. Dude. Yeah, that movie is forever going to hold up. Yeah. God. So, yeah. Mm. We'll do that. But I'm as much as I was like try, thinking of talking you into watching it tonight, I'm glad I, I'm glad I watched Rosemary's Baby. Good this deal. movie's fantastic. And, I, again, I kept thinking towards the end, I thought the ending was going to be like her screaming and all that shit. And then it's like, no, it fades out. She wakes up. The baby's born. Like any other trashy exploitation horror movie would just have like a demon baby come out right. and she'd scream and it would black out the credits. This movie ain't that like, mm -hmm. it's so much smarter than, than literally I gave it credit for. Yeah. They did the ending correctly. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I love the fact that you didn't see what the baby looked like. So yeah. Well, I love the fact that she wakes up and they're still gaslighting this bitch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they're still like, like the husband, you just want to fucking punch him in the goddamn face. Because he has that line, is like, I can't believe you thought I was in on it. Yeah, right. And you're just like, oh, man, I hope she stabs him in the <laughs> fucking dick. I, I really wish she would have stabbed somebody in the end. Yeah, she had the knife. Um, I mean, she, she she had that knife, and I was like, somebody's got to die. Somebody. I wanted the lady to get stabbed, that annoying lady. Oh, yeah. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> I think, well, whenever I recorded with Vuk over uh, Bride of Frankenstein, mm. that's what this bitch reminded me of <laughs> is that hag just like, I mean, just, just will not shut yeah, her mouth. Annoying. And the ending of the movie. You gets... gotta eat your custard. <laughs> <laughs> well, we need to revisit that brilliant yeah, right? piece of shit. <laughs> that's what I kept thinking of because she's got that New York accent. Yeah, the so. boys would seek us. Don't get the custard. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Yes. That was in a Halloween movie. <laughs> I right. want you to. That line we just quoted that sounded like something stupid, that was in a horror movie Yeah, that people took seriously. Okay, anyway. Moving on. That. Yeah. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> Ew. The ending of this movie did get, it was, there was a little, a little schlockiness where suddenly everyone's like, hell, Satan. Yeah. So I'm just like, I got it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it. Oh, yeah, we got it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's your dog. <laughs> 
Yeah, I was I was wondering if you were aware of that part, like that, cause that's like the big scene from the movie because you know, everybody. Uh, yeah, was eating. I thought it was going to come at some point. That was I, it, I didn't man. know it was like that. Point. You see the bassinet with the upside well, down cross. Not like, only that, the black everything else yeah. in the room is like colorful or white or something, and it's like the hard black mm -hmm. bassinet with a little black veil over. That lady's it. like rocking the fuck out of yeah. it. <laughs> like, why are you rocking it so hard, lady? <laughs> what does she, what was that? I wish I would have written down that fucking line because. Because it's the same lady that's telling her they're throwing out the milk, and she's clearly yeah. lying. Um, she's like reading the book. Ah, it's all scary. Yeah, she gets all scared. <laughs> she reminded me of like she reminded me of Tony Collette's like neighbor, whoever in Hereditary. Yeah. Um, who was basically friends with her mom before her died, and she starts showing up at Tony Collette's house. She's like, "Hey, but she looks tries to get her to come to the meetings." Or whatever. Yeah, 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 that yeah. lady. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, she the, she looks a lot like the lady in Rosemary's <laughs> Baby. I was like, that has to be where this shit came from. <laughs> yeah, they have the same annoying personality. Um, I felt like Ari Aster could have pulled some stuff from this movie. Oh, he probably pulled every fucking thing uh, yeah. he's ever done. Uh, yeah, from, yeah, definitely. Like, this is because again, this is like you can see a lot of nods in, in, oh, his, yeah. in his movies. Yeah, because this movie is like. A witchcraft movie to almost end all witchcraft movies where it's like yeah that's it gives you enough witchcraft where you're not rolling your eyes at it you're just like yeah it's i get it yeah that's, <laughs> um, that's what midsummer was was like the eye roll just a little a little too much yeah it was too much yeah. and way way too long for what was going on in that movie <laughs> right and i i feel so proud in saying that now i was like you know yeah midsummer was what two and a half hours long like, or something yeah. like that it could have been an hour and a half long and it would have had the same amount of plot to it. Same effect. And Rosemary's Baby is like running circles around it at 2.15. And I, and again, as we've talked for a little bit now, not a single thing I would cut from this movie. It all oh, yeah. works so well. Yeah. And I think it works because it focuses in on uh, Rosemary because you really get to know her. She's not a boring character. She's not an idiot. But she's also like, like when she's rolling her eyes early on at the old couple, you're just like, right on. Yeah, yeah, yeah these yeah. fucking people are I annoying. feel that too, yeah. Yeah. Her, what's the guy, is it Holt? Hoyt? Something like yeah, that? Yeah, the guy that keeps coming. We couldn't figure out if, if it was the... It was like a dad. It was or like therapist. a friend or something. Yeah, yeah she yeah. says later on he's a, a, a she's friend. been a friend or friend, something yeah. for a while. He, he says, was the one that left the glove, right? He's Yeah. 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 Then he wanted to meet her, and he said, that I need to tell you something, and they never get to that meeting because he falls ill. Falls ill, yeah. And then he dies a few months later, but he leaves her the book that basically clues her in on everything. And again, she pieces it all together, and you're just like... Fucking Scrabble. Yeah. <laughs> she could have used a piece of paper. <laughs> like she dumps all, all these Scrabble yeah. pieces all over the ground. <laughs> Towards the end of the movie, you do keep... I, I kept thinking, like, God, don't let him walk in, because you, you know there's something fucked up going on with right. him. And you're just like, God, whatever you're doing, do it before he gets home. Yeah. Um, and he's probably thinking, you know, she she hasn't called on. She doesn't know what's going on. She hasn't figured it out yet. So Yeah. And that's that really makes you hate him. And just yeah. the absolute hubris of like, I'm so much smarter and blah, blah, blah. She's not going to figure this out. Where it's like, it's clear, like, she's got it figured out. That's why I like the ending. Like, the ending ends ambiguous, but you're like, she's going to figure something out. I really started hating her husband when she found out she was pregnant. He walks in there and dumps out a whole fucking box of Paul Malls on the table. <laughs> oh, my God. We didn't even talk about that. All the smoking. All the smoking all and the drinking. All the fucking smoking around a pregnant woman. You're just like, this, no this respect is at all. 60s as fuck. <laughs> yeah, they didn't give a shit back then. Ah, <laughs> oh, the baby will be fine. Yeah. <laughs> And then there was, like, that was another thing, like, uh, the people who were, like, in on this, where I think she talks with uh, Hoyt, whatever his name, her friend, and she says, yeah, I switched doctors to doctor whatever his name is. And even Hoyt's like, oh, yeah, 
He's good. He delivered three of my girls' babies or something right. like it's that. It's almost like everybody knows everybody there. Yeah. yeah. So or New the York fact City. that he dies later, you're just like, well, he gave him a good uh, thing early yeah. on. Um, but then he seemed to figure out like later. I don't know what clued him in on it. I don't know what, what led him to figure it out. I wonder now now I have to sit here and think about it a minute. I wonder if it was like the whole <clears throat> maybe it's when Mia Farrow told her, you know, that she wasn't taking pills, like her neighbor was giving her the her neighbor was making the drinks for her and making you know, doing all that. Maybe he kind of pieced it together from that. Yeah. She was like, you know, my other doctor, or my doctor said that, well, I don't know. Cause I mean, that was, that was still the same doctor that he recommended, but you know, he told, he, he told her not to take pills and you know, I can, you know, she, she makes drinks that are way better than the pills are and stuff like that. But yeah, I don't, I don't know if that would have been what, the red flag for him. That would have, <clears throat> I don't know how he figured it out, but he did. And he never gets to tell her and, but he leaves her the book and again, she, again, it's not rocket science what she does because he at least gives her enough clues like the name is an anagram and she doesn't know which name it is. She's like she thinks she's got it figured out because he leaves her a book called All of Them Witches. Mm-hmm. She's trying to make an anagram yeah, of the title. Yeah, she dumps them out and makes alphabet yeah. soup out of a bunch of Yeah, and then finally <laughs> like she just flips to a picture in the book and it the has Steven. a name on it. Yeah, Steve, Steven. Steven. <laughs> My lisp is gone. <laughs> you stupid son of a son bitch. Of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, after that, man, she figures out that it's Roman, her next door neighbor. Yeah. Yeah, Roman's his name. Yeah. Uh, Castavis or That's something it, like yeah. that. Which I forget. I kept saying the guy in the movie, he looked like Flyboy from uh, Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the, the Dead, husband. Yeah. He was, he's he's not. He's an actor named Nick Cassavetes. So I was like, did they call it Castavitz? <laughs> Nick Castavetti. Sounds a lot like Nick Castle actor. there. Yeah. <laughs> <And> Nick Castle. <laughs> right. This was produced by uh, William Castle, who produced a lot of movies. I wonder if they're related. It comes full circle, man. It always does. <sighs> what else with this movie? You should have taken notes, man. Uh, yeah, I should have. It seems out it's the second time I've seen it, but it's, man, the first time it's been so long ago, but... It was, I mean, it was like seeing it all over again for the first time because it's just been so long. I really yeah. didn't remember a whole lot from the movie. I mean, I knew how it ended and, you know, what was going to happen, but. Yeah. I'm trying to think the ending. Yeah. When she wakes up and then she's, she's still not trusting anybody. And, and yeah, that, that hubris of like, oh, it's, you were so silly thinking about that. And it's like, can you clearly not tell this woman still does not trust a single fucking one of you people. Right. Now, one thing I did think about in the movie, you know, earlier in the movie, they said, you know, with the, like the rituals and stuff that they would have the babies and they would eat the babies. Yeah. Well, now if you, if you paid attention toward the end of the movie, like when the husband walks in, when guy walks in with a, with a doctor and the doctor comes in, he's like wiping his mouth. Like they just got done eating or something. And, he, and they're like, Oh yeah, the baby didn't make it. The baby died. Oh. <laughs> so I, I started thinking like, you know, well, shit, man, they ate the damn baby. Yeah. But then you hear the baby start crying and the next, you know, cause they're, they got the whole office space thing going on where they can hear shit through the walls. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you hear the baby crying. And she's that like, was another oh. smart thing with like uh, that Mia Farrow puts together is she thinks she hears a baby crying. She yeah. turns the air off. And then when they walk in the room, like, oh, why'd you turn yeah, the air turn off? Turn the air back on. You're just, it's it's just this movie is full of like small little details that she picks up on that you pick up on. And you're just like, I'm glad she saw. I'm glad right, she noticed right. that. Like this movie is just like a whole bunch of like good for her. She figured it out. It didn't really help anything in the end, but <laughs> but yeah, it's that final. What was that line that that lady said? That's what I was trying to figure out. The uh, at the very end of the movie, she's like, "Oh my god!" and and the lady's like, "Stop saying God." She's like, "Like we'll she kill you, so we'll kill you, milk or no milk, milk, or milk yeah. yeah, we'll kill you, milk or no milk, yeah, or milk something. or no milk." He's yeah. like, "Man, someone stabbed this fat yeah. bitch." She like walks by, like sticks her tongue out at her and shit. Yeah. she's mad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those coke bottle glasses 
I don't know. Like, if you've never seen the movie, like, absolutely watch it because it's... it's it, For me, it'd be really hard to recommend because, like you said, you have to be in the headspace for it. I can see a lot of people turning this movie on and been, yeah. in 30 minutes, like, tuning out. It's also... It's a Again, very slow burn. If, if you're only used to watching movies that came out in the last 30 years, yeah, this is this is uh like this is almost I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of a good like comparison because the 60s and 70s made movies very differently in a way that the I what like we're getting more now, more. yeah, yeah, yeah. What we get now in turn, if you get like a big horror thriller type movie, you'd have like your your Guillermo del Toro where everything's very big and the effects are really, the effects are good, but it, they're very creative and he's got all this money to do all this stuff and it's very in your face showing you all this. Movies back then just were like, it, it just kind of showed everything matter of factly of like, and if you paid attention, you're like, oh shit, something fucked up's going on. Right. I'm trying to think, there's a movie, did you ever see Three Days of the Condor? Mm-mm. Okay, that's a solid movie in terms of like you've actually um you've seen winter soldier right yeah yeah winter soldier is like my favorite my favorite captain america movie and if you ever watch three days of the condor you're just like oh my god they they ripped this movie off to the nth degree um so you would compare rosemary's baby to that movie well in terms of the way it's made and sort of like how the storytelling is where you you'll just see characters in a scene and their their dialogue to our ears comes off as very mundane and you're not really yeah. paying attention, but it's all relevant later in the movie. You're just like, Oh yeah, they were talking about that. Yeah. Like the, like early in the movie and they're talking about like the, like eating the babies or something. And it's the character doesn't even say that in close up. He just said, says it far away and Mia fair or Rosemary hears it. And she's just like, <laughs> she's right, like turned right. off by it. it. And by the end she's like, Oh, of course they would be talking about shit like that. Yeah. Like it's just a very, different way that they used to tell stories back then. Yeah. The horror we get now is, and it was also more about like crafting the scene and you paying more attention to the human characters. Now everything's just about that. uh, (laughs) Jump scares is all it's about. I was going to say like the Christopher Nolan, like, (laughs) it's like it, that's what excites people. And it's like, you know, there's, there's nothing more exciting in the end than like Rosemary grabbing that fucking knife. And you're just like, Like, who's she going to stab? Yeah. And, and that's the only let that is that's the only letdown. In that's because that's what you're wanting her to yeah, do. But she's like she has to stab somebody, even <laughs> right. if it's the baby. Somebody's got to die, and then she just drops it. And you're just like fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> got this fucking head off. <laughs> yeah, man. It's a uh, the horror we got back in the '60s, '70s, '80s it will always be night and day different to what we get now. And I yeah. much I prefer the older shit. Yeah. Well, even the so '80s, much the rate the '80s really took it to a different level that has more in common with what we're getting now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because Mm -hmm. you know, as much as we love like Halloween, Halloween came out in 78. It's not really an eighties movie, but all the sequel, most of the sequels are, and the nightmare. And the, if you want to talk about like what eighties horror is, you really have to look at the Friday, the 13th movies. That's more what eighties. Yeah. (laughs) I'm actually supposed to be, um, I'm talking to, um, less right now. Yeah. Um he I was like pick a horror movie. Have he, at it, brother. <laughs> and he picked uh I was like he he's like one of the Friday the 13th movies. I was like, "Really?" And he was like, he's like, "I loved them when I was growing up." I was <laughs> like, like, "Fuck." I was like, I was like, "Please say." So now me. you got to talk him into watching the one that you like. We're not. <laughs> at first, we almost did, which he's the one he picked. I is I'm fine with. It's yeah. uh cuz my favorite one is uh Jason Lives Part 6. It's great. Yeah. He picked part seven, which is basically seven's decent. That's yeah. the basically Jason versus Carrie. Yeah, what pretty much. Yeah, cheat with the telekinesis or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So he picked. I was like, that's fine. Like eight, I, eight is what he takes Manhattan. 
Yeah. Eight. Fucking stupid. <laughs> and then nine is it just get, Jason It gets goes fucking hilarious after that. And then Jason ten, Jason X is this. Space. As far, you know. Don't I, give that movie credit. <laughs> I have to because. Oh, God. Not that it's a good movie, but in terms of like kills. Yeah. Oh, it's the, it's up there. No, but I'm talking about it's it's got one one of the greatest kills in any horror movie. Yeah. Is whenever uh he dunks her head in the uh, uh shatters it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like yeah. the fuck that movie, but just watch that clip on YouTube. I've watched it a thousand times. I'm like, Fatality. this is great. Yeah, right. He dumps her head in the liquid nitrogen. The liquid nitrogen yeah, and shatters you, and it. you see it in like it's a great eff- that movie is full of absolute shit CGI yeah. effects. Um, was that but, like late nineties when that came out? Late nineties or early two thousand? Early two thousand. Okay. Yeah, because they were. I think that came out right either right before or right after Freddy versus Jason, one or the other. I think right before. Uh, probably right before. Right before I think. Yeah. Um, because that the only reason that movie exists is they needed to make another Jason movie so the studio could keep the rights <laughs> to keep making yeah. it. That yeah, I don't want to talk about Jason because it's, it's shit. Yeah, like but whatever. I will say like. That movie, you can watch it on YouTube. Like when he dunks her head, you're like, most of the money that went into this movie had to have been for this effect, because when he dunks her face in, it's a the kill takes all of ten seconds or less. It's very quick. And, and he dunks her head in, you see her face just like freeze Frozen, up, and yeah. it looks it's a good effect. You're like, oh, for this shitty movie. Right. <laughs> and then he pulls her head yeah. out and just smashes it, and you're just like, right, nice. it's, it's nice. Yeah. I drew the line, man. When uh, Jason goes to hell, like whenever they blew him, like they blew him up at the beginning, and, and of the, the guy movie. ate his heart, and I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and then no, Jason it, turned out to be these little like creatures that possess. It's uh, that's yeah. when I checked out. I that's when I quit watching them. I didn't. I don't. You care. made it all the way to nine. <laughs> I, I mean, I watched. I mean, I pretty much had watched them all up to that point. I might as well watch it. But at that point, that's when I was like, "All right, this, yeah. this is." Stupid. I didn't grow up with them, and my parents sure as fuck weren't gonna watch <laughs> shit like that in the house uh, they, they were saving uh who was it i know what you did last summer. <laughs> yeah i got that's why like saving that one for you yeah, yeah if, if you're wondering why like well, i've talked about before why that movie fucked me up because i didn't get to watch horror movies growing up but my parents thought it'd be a great idea <laughs> a fantastic idea to take me to see i know what you did last summer you got a family uh, member that was in that movie right yeah yeah, yeah. and a prominent part too if i might say <laughs> yeah like the jason movies like I, I still to this day haven't seen all of them. I think I've seen the first one, some of the second one. Uh, I stopped watching the third one because it's one of the most boring things I've ever seen. It is part four is okay because it's got Corey Feldman and he's nice. entertaining. Part five is the fake Jason, and then of course six is the best. And then that's the one where you get struck by lightning in the beginning, right? Yeah, in yeah. the graveyard that's in uh, Georgia, Covington, Covington, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. Seven, yeah. I like six and seven. Yeah, six and seven. I like two. Two was pretty good. Two? I don't yeah. remember much from two. That's where he had like the, bag, the bag. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's another, like that, that whole fr- that franchise is so janky. It is. <laughs> like, a lot of misses more than hits. Yeah, and he doesn't get his mask till the third movie. Yeah. It's, um, and, and the continuity, whole, <laughs> d- there's no continuity in this movie. It's so stupid. All right, I'm done talking about Friday yeah. 13th. <laughs> yeah, I really on, am. I don't know why movies. we digressed on that <laughs> yeah. piece of shit franchise. I hate it. But uh, Les, we will talk about yeah, yeah. Have at it, Les. <laughs> that's all you, brother. But the 80s, yeah, that's the kind of shit that they would just throw together. Right. Like, it was always like get to the, That's why uh, recently I did a recorded, we were talking about the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise and pointed out that most of those movies, it was literally kind of like how the Saw franchise in the, 2000s every single year there was a new saw movie 
back in the eighty, every single year there was a nightmare, new, new nightmare, a new Jason, and and I may have mentioned before one of my friend old friends he grew up in the 80s so he was there when and he saw most of these movies in the theater and he's like that's what the 80s did is every he's like you don't understand every single weekend there was a new horror movie at the theater i wish it was like, like that yeah he's like every single weekend it was new for fucking 10 years <laughs> he's like it, he's like there's nothing there was nothing like it right he's like but the thing what makes a rosemary's baby so much better is that that movie took years to make yeah. of sitting there writing it and then rewriting it and then shooting it and then editing and then like a director that knew what he wanted um i really can't think of a movie that could have went toe-to-toe with that movie back in 68 i mean 60 no I, the I'm only not, thing that came out before then was psycho and that was 1960 yeah and even but again psycho has a bunch a bunch of characters in the movie doing stupid shit that you're just right. like stop doing this but that was pretty much carrying the torch until Rosemary's yeah. Baby came along. Yeah, Rosemary, that was 68. I don't know what all came out because Exorcist didn't come out till 74, yeah. something like that. And then Texas Chainsaw was like 73, 74. So it, it, Rosemary's Baby, it's it's amazing the movie was made. Yeah. Um, Still holds up in 2023. Yeah. To <clears throat> some asshole like me who loves to <laughs> criticize movies. Like, I, I don't have a really a single bad thing to say about them. That's movie. awesome, man. I'm trying to think... What are some like old? Because whenever I was ta- uh, talked about like the Frankenstein movies, I didn't much, especially that fucking first movie. Like I was like, the, you watch Bride, you have to do the Bride of Frankenstein. We did both of them. Okay, yeah. And both movies together, now, maybe what, two and a half hours. Now when are those sixties or earlier? Those are like nineteen thirty. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. Now we're getting to like Nosferatu and shit. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, those were like early horror monster movies. And it shows. <laughs> I'm, I'm aware of those. I've never seen them, though. Yeah. Well, it, The Bride of Frankenstein is a pretty decent movie. It only, it's good, but you have to watch the first movie. And right. the first movie's so boring and hard to get through because in 2023, you know what the fucking story of Frankenstein is. Yeah. So um, it was Bride of the Sequel? It's a direct sequel. Direct sequel. sequel. Yeah. Gotcha. It's got basically all the same characters back. It is like a it picks up right where the first movie left off. Kind of like Hellraiser 2. Yeah. Okay. Um, Look at you, Hellraiser. (laughs) I I did that for you, man. You know, I've been trying to get a hold of Jacob, and he's been MIA. Oh, Lord. Jacob, you got to watch this movie. (laughs) It's going to be me. (laughs) Somebody's got to watch it. Fucking people. I can't do it, man. (laughs) But, yeah, like. He landed made me watch Nightbreed. That was a. (laughs) I'm trying to. You would probably like Hellraiser two better than Night Nightbreed is Nightbreed was alright. It was it was decent. It was it was I know what I know it's weird. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, don't you don't that. you patronize me. <laughs> you said that as you were like, Man, this is a weird movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, it it just hit like when I watched it, I was like, I love this movie. Yeah. But whenever I watched it with somebody who had never seen it, I was like, I, yeah, I guess this yeah. is kind of fucking weird. <laughs> These suits seem really fucked up now. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Um, yeah, Jacob's going to have to take the... Yeah. <laughs> Hellraiser and Hellraiser 2 are... Well, Hellraiser 2 is a fine movie. Yeah. Hellraiser... Hellraiser's kind of like The Fog for me. Every time I rewatch it... Hold I'm on like, now. What, hey. what fog are we talking about? <laughs> I, I only mean one. Okay. There's only one fog in my heart. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you choose your words wisely when you start talking about the movie. By the way, you watched that fucking movie again. <laughs> I did. Yeah, for like 10 minutes. Uh, I, turned way, it off. I was like, yeah, it still sucks. If you ever listen to that... <laughs> You're like, I'm never watching that movie again. Like a month later, Matt's like, Yeah, I watched. <laughs> I was bored. 
Uh, ew. Yeah, it still sucked. Did you did you watch it all the way to the I end? I did not. Okay. <laughs> I did not. I, I, I was just uh, 30 minutes in, I turned it off. Mm, that's fair. I was curious. Mm-hmm. I want to know if if the ending makes any more sense. <laughs> it probably doesn't. I remember when we saw horrible. it in the theater, I was like, what the fuck just, I what? <laughs> you saw this one. You saw that one before you saw the original, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's um, oh, that's bad. With you. I was with you yeah, in the theater. That's bad. Because I'm, I think I don't know if I was the one that wanted to see it. I think it was you and McCarty, um, because you love the original. So yeah. like, we're gonna go see the original or see the remake. So I was like, I guess I'll go. <laughs> and I watched it and having no frame I'm of reference, sorry, I, I should have like, made you watch the original first mm, as a point of reference. No, you didn't have to. Because <laughs> I still knew the movie sucked <laughs> right. when I walked out without having ever seen the original. <laughs> Like we walked, I was like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. <laughs> Am I the only one that thought that that was kind of stupid? <laughs> Cause I think if I remember right, we saw that movie and we were just driving home quietly Yeah, we didn't <laughs> for about 10, 20 barely minutes. Barely even spoke. And we we're like, uh, I remember at some point you chimed in, you were like, yeah, the original was way better. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, <laughs> was it not? <laughs> <laughs> and I had no frame where I was like, I, I, it couldn't have been worse. That's right. <laughs> but yeah. Hell <laughs> I don't know. I just can't get into those movies, man. I, I've tried. Yeah. I get it. Like, <laughs> they're very. I don't think that's a mindset. I think that's an, an acquired taste for those movies. I don't know, man. I, well, I, maybe there's the one, first two. Do you have to watch them in order? Like, is there maybe a later one that I might could start out with and kind of? No, uh, all the later movies are terrible. Okay, Hellraiser and Hellraiser Two are the only two good movies in the franchise. Oh wow! Uh, Hellraiser Three, uh, my friend loved that movie just because that's the movie that had the most. Uh, makeup effects and he thought it was the most visually like creative with all the cinebites like an 80s for that one that 90s I think that was well that may have been 90s yeah because i think the first hellraiser was like late 80s when it yeah. came out um and hellraiser 2 was like a year or two later and I, so yeah it had to have been like early 90s something part three but he loved because part three has the most cinebites in it, so it's the most makeup effects and gotcha. that's what he liked and he swore it was great. That movie's a piece. Three, four, and on. They're they're just trash. They're Horrible. Ass- and I would never make anyone watch that. <laughs> um, but the first the first movie's sl- a very slow burn and kind of. I'll tell you more off mic. I don't want <laughs> I don't want this on record. What I'm gonna say about it. I, I got you. <laughs> but uh, I know you got the cube now. You have to shield for the movies. Oh yeah, I did. I bought the cube. You got the cube. Yeah. For twenty bucks. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Yeah. Thirty five dollars. <laughs> yeah. Just stole that and shit. Took it out of my hand and put it back on the shelf. Yeah, thirty five dollars, my guy. Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee you, he bought it. Later. I guarantee you, he paid. He bought it where I yeah, bought it. Yeah, he's just trying to make it, uh, what, a ten yeah. or $15, $15 profit? $15, yeah. like, fuck him. Because only, like, a, I learned later, like, the way they make these things now is they're everywhere. Is they're made with, like, a 3D printer. Right. So they, they're just off an assembly line. So, yeah, mine came from China <laughs> for $20. <laughs> Some little six-year-old slaved over it all night and boxed it up and sent it Made it, it look all pretty. <laughs> Landon bought that shit. $15 cheaper. Yeah. I, I guess I won't make you watch Hellraiser. Because, look, to to enjoy Hellraiser 2, you have to watch the first one. And I don't want to make you watch two Hellraiser movies. Because, That's fair. Especially because the first one. Now, what's her name in the movie? Is really pretty. Ashley Lawrence. Yeah. Like, she's. Yes, sir. Which yeah. one is that one? She's in the first two movies. The first two. Uh, she's the main girl in the first two okay. movies. Um, I've already got my movie picked out for the next time, so. Cause it'll be your it'll be your pick next, but I really want to do the uh, the the movie X, the Ty West movie. Oh yeah, do you want to do a double feature? We can because I'm really curious about movies. these movies. Yeah. yeah, what was the other one called? Ro- Pearl. Pearl. Yeah, I keep wanting yeah. to say Rose for some reason, but yeah. I'm really curious about these 
X and Pearl movie. Yeah. Yeah, we can do that. That's yeah. fine. Wait, so you're saying No Country is my choice for next? No, that could be either one of our choices. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping that one's next. <laughs> it probably will. Okay, be. awesome. <laughs> will you do that tomorrow? You <laughs> can <come over> tomorrow. <laughs> right. like, we can do it right now. <laughs> I mean, you got your friends. Like, uh, you think know. I do, but I don't. <laughs> but no, I, I want, I'm really curious about these Ty West movies because, I mean, this dude's like blowing up, man. I mean, everybody talks yeah. about how great X was. So Yeah, I've seen two of his movies. I think I talked about that. He did uh, House of the Devil, which is... It's basically a throwback 80s movie before Stranger Things did it. Gotcha. House of the Devil's pretty good. And then he did The Innkeepers, which got good reviews, but I thought it was boring. Yeah. But I, again, I may have just not been in a good headspace. Like, it was just a very slow movie. Right. Um, Those are really hard to get into. Slow burns. Yeah. Well, I say that because I was half not wanting to watch Rosemary's Baby, but something the way that they put the movies together back then, I'm just like, I never checked out. I was right. like, because you can argue the first hour of this movie, not a lot really uh, happens. It's, it's really and Rosemary herself's not really keyed into what's going on until yeah. basically the last half. So the audience could easily check out, but I didn't like, and I was half not kind of not wanting to watch the movie when I got here. <laughs> um, I mean, I wouldn't have fought you if you wanted to watch it. No country for man. <laughs> but, but that's my point is like, at, the more I watched it, I was like, the movie's just so like nice. It's so nice to see a movie where you're like, some. It wasn't just churned out by a studio. Like this right. was a movie that, like, a director and a producer fought to like get made and considered everything. Yeah, man, Roman and, Polanski, <laughs> <laughs> best director, ever. right? He's right up there with ERL, man. I mean, <laughs> I always get that look when I say Eli. <laughs> I just saw his his name just popped up on uh uh. We getting closer to Thanksgiving. I don't know about. No, I mean not literally, he's, but he's the doing movie. A, he's doing a Borderlands movie. Wow. Um, okay. And I like, I only I like know those that, games, but I've never played them. But I was looking <clears throat> at, and I only stumbled across this because uh, this is gonna be great. So <laughs> I was looking at the the director of the first Deadpool movie. Yeah. I was trying to. I was like, what is he doing lately? Because I love that first Deadpool better than the second movie. Oh yeah. But then he, a few years later, he made that Terminator Dark Fate movie, which everyone said the action is really good, but I heard the movie overall was just kind of meh. But he directed it, and he hasn't done too much like feature films. Because I was I'm trying to think like what movie, there was some movie I was thinking about last night of a movie I'd like to see get remade, but it wouldn't have to, it would need to be like a half decent like action director. And I was thinking about him. <laughs> I'll get to the point here in a second. Yeah, um, no, no, I mean, you're kind of giving him credit here, so. Well, no, I went to. Uh, <laughs> oh, you shut that out real quick. No. You'll, you're not going to like this. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, so I was like, he, I was like, I wonder what he's doing. I was like, he, he's been doing, I haven't seen much since Deadpool. What's he doing? And I looked it up. <laughs> Just and, give it to me straight, man. And it, and it said uh, his name was next to Borderlands. Yeah. And when I looked at it, it said Eli Roth is the first credited director for Borderlands, but then the director of Deadpool is credited as brought in for reshoots. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, did they can Eli Roth for the Borderlands movie? I mean, that's I, um, he must be a huge fan of those games. That's kind of, yeah. I don't know. I like them, but. <laughs> do you? <laughs> I do. I like Borderlands 2 and 3. But I uh, you said, I like Eli Roth. No, no, I mean, I like Eli too, but <laughs> clearly better than you do, but. We're just uh, waiting on Thanksgiving. That's all we're waiting on. I I will 
be their opening night there, there <laughs> movie. I, I will Same. never say that about another Same. Eli Roth movie. <laughs> I'll take it. Um, I'll take what I can get. You know, I did like his part in uh, Inglorious Bastards. He did. Yeah, oh, yeah. He did direct the um the Bear Jew. Well, he's the Bear Jew, but there's the movie within the movie. Mm. The killing Nazis. Well, the one of the main one of the characters in the movie is a war hero. He's a Nazi war hero, but he's also a movie star. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie in a hot minute, but. But he's the one that uh, is flirting with the woman in red that she shoots him in the end, and then he shoots her. Right. She owns the theater, and she blows it up. Um, spoilers for Inglourious Bastards. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we've seen it by now, <laughs> yeah. hopefully. He, star- like, he was a war hero, well-known, and then they cast him in this like Nazi propaganda thing. And Eli Roth directed that little movie within the Tarantino oh, movie. okay. Gotcha, gotcha. So, yeah, sure. <laughs> I guess technically I do like another movie. Hell, yeah. Um, I did notice on Peacock they got that uh that new horror movie that just came out with Batista, where they're in like the cabin or whatever. Knock at the cat. I heard that was okay. Yeah, I seen this on Peacock, so we can um, you want to do that one <laughs> after <laughs> Not No Country for Old Men. <laughs> um, I wasn't sure about that. Well, do you know who directed that movie? Mm-mm. Oh boy, is it David Gordon Green? Mm-mm. No. Uh, M Night Shyamalan. Oh fuck, that's you know that movie's gonna be weird. <laughs> um, but he. Knock at the Cabin is based on a book called, um, I think, Cabin at the End of the World or something like that. Right. So he didn't come up with the story, but he did write the script based on the book. Um, and then, so I was iffy. I was like, I don't know if, because Shyamalan in the last 10 years. He's hit or miss with me, man. Is, well, he's like, for a while there, he was like, miss, 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 right. miss. <laughs> In the last 10 years, it's like hit, miss, hit, miss, hit, miss. Right. Like Split was good. I thought Glass was boring. Um, I didn't see old, but I saw split, it was split with the one like where uh he, he gets all like jacked up and he's like running on the ceiling and shit. Well, that split uh that split and then he sh- they do that again in glass. Okay, because there's it's this unbreakable sequel. I think split was the one I like better of the two. Yeah, split's great, and yeah. then glass is like the final piece of the trilogy. Okay, and it's it's real boring. <laughs> it's it was it me? It was Patricia. That <laughs> <laughs> dude's so great. Yeah, yeah, he said <clears throat> him and uh. And of course, Anya Taylor Joy. Oh, yeah, yeah, her fucking yeah. weird eyes. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm tired of this. Fuck are you? Uh, you give him the easy one. You like Lady in the Water, right? Uh, I like half of it. It's Paul movie. Giamatti. I mean, I like him. Goddamn motherfuckers! Like, <laughs> if there was that in the movie, it'd be great. Oh, yeah. Um, that movie again. It, Half of that movie is great, and the other half is one just, of the stupidest things I've ever seen in my like life. The Village, man, just left a bad taste in my mouth, man. I, that, I love the Village. <laughs> there it is. I love it. <laughs> oh man, I, I really maybe like, I need to revisit it. I don't know. I, just, I no, uh, I get why people don't like it. I that's one of those like the ending to that movie is so like it almost feels like a punchline where right. like was this all a joke? <laughs> like yeah. this feels like a joke. Like it hits you so fast, and you're like. Wait, what? When I watched The Witch, I kind of got like the village vibes from that movie. Oh, did you watch The Witch? Yeah, I watched The Witch. Okay. Another Anya Taylor yeah. Joy movie. I liked <laughs> yeah. The Witch. The Witch was good. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do that at some point. Yeah. It's uh that, that fucking goat, man. <laughs> goat man. <laughs> yeah, goat man. Black Phillip. That's him. Um oh god. Now I want to talk about <laughs> when you were talking about witch movies, I was like, you're right, I don't like them, but I love The Witch. I thought right. that movie was great. It was awesome. The best part of that movie, I saw that in the theater too. Really, with a bunch of little shithead kids, like gotta love it. Like, like I mean, and the witch. If you've seen it, it's not a movie you want fifteen year olds to watch in a theater because it's one of those like 
if you want to laugh at a movie, it's got some weird shit that you'll laugh at, and you're not sure if you're laughing at the movie or with the movie. You first got to get past like the way they talk. Like, yeah, yeah. These kids in the movie just were not into it, so they just kept laughing throughout the whole movie. And it was only like them and then like two other people when I saw it, and I was like, "Fuck these kids, man!" <laughs> I, but I loved the movie, right, right. But the best part of that fucking movie, like the thing that like like made me chill a little bit, was uh at the end where. You don't ever see him, but he's. You hear that whisper of that voice where, mm. um, he's like, "Would you like to live deliciously?" <laughs> and she's like, and she's he's like, "Just sign your name or something." She's like, she's she says something. It's kind of a. I thought it was a very sad moment. She's like, "I can't spell my own. I can't write my name." Right. Um. And then you just hear like, "I'll guide thy hand," and you just see a black shadow yeah, 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 yeah. like reach that was around cool her. Shit, yeah. And you're, I was like, oh my god, oh, yeah. like it's so like <laughs> yeah. comes out of nowhere, and you're like, oh god, that like, shit was very well done. Yeah, that's the kind of shit that you're like, yeah, they can still do horror yeah. well these days, and not like jump out at yeah, you. It's just like, few and far between, man. Yeah, unfortunately. But again, like the witches, I would almost compare it to like when we saw Joker in the theater, mm. where you're just like, there's weird shit in this movie, and you will just start laughing in spite of yourself. Right. While you're just like. Is this is this movie intentionally being funny? Joker was awesome. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know what? I'm gonna say this on record, and people can go piss up a robe. <laughs> but I gotta say, I think I I like Lady Gaga more <laughs> as Harley Quinn. Yeah. Have you seen her? Mm-mm. They released it. I, I mean, love, I love Lady Gaga anyway. Yeah. So I've like. I don't know if I've ever seen like I didn't see a Star Is Born. Or I love that's I really fell in love with her in that movie. Yeah, I heard it. She was, she was great. amazing. Yeah, um, and I'd never really seen her because yeah. every time like grow in, when Lady Gaga got big, yeah, we're she's always about got, Lady Gaga, but she always had really these well elaborate costumes <laughs> yeah. and and face paint and shit. I was like, I have no idea what this bitch looks like. Yeah. So when I saw her in like a Star Is Born, I was like, oh, that's her. She looks normal. Yeah. Like, she's not like like when you see like Margot Robbie, you're just like. Oh, yeah. She looks like... There's a reason she's cast in the Barbie movie. She already looks like a fucking yeah. Barbie doll. She's gorgeous, man. Um, and she looks... She's got that jokery grin, too, mm. that Harley Quinn would have. Like, she she was a great, like... Mr. J. Yeah, yeah. she's... I'm not saying she's a bad Harley right, Quinn. Right, right. But when I saw, like, Lady Gaga's Harley Quinn, I was like, that's different. Mm. <laughs> like, that's not what I was expecting. She doesn't have, like, the glam of Margot Robbie. Right, right. And the, like, the super, like, hotness of her. Yeah. But I, I kind of like her a lot. Well, I have to show you the picture when we've done. Hell yeah. I was just like, oh, that's Lady Gaga? Mm-hmm. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> so you guys can fuck off. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not even a big Gaga guy. All right. He's Gaga for Gaga. <laughs> Maybe I am. <laughs> well, um, we went from Rosemary's Baby to Lady Gaga. <laughs> yeah, Keep up with us, guys. Keep we up with us. <laughs> Draw a map. All right. <laughs> I don't think if I had anything else about Rosemary's Baby. There was okay. There was the one line I had to go back and write down where the opening, the opening like five ten minutes of the movie, Rosemary meets. She's doing her laundry and she meets their neighbor. Yeah. Oh, and, good luck charm. Yeah, she's yeah. my little good luck charm, which plays in later. And again, it lets her the fact that she's wearing it and then that girl dies and then she's wearing it. She figures out like maybe this isn't right. A good luck charm. Damn devil's pepper. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that was sad too. Like I was trying to figure that part out. Like, why did they kill her? About the lady in the beginning. Yeah, that's a good question because they gave her. You know, they gave her the necklace like like they did uh, Rosemary. Yeah, 
for you know good luck maybe and I, I figured they would probably be trying to use her the same way maybe they were trying to um, get her to have a baby and she didn't want to have a baby maybe that was yeah and that happens yeah that i guess maybe that's because i was trying yeah. to think like i think she says something first time, along that line of like not wanting to have kids or something yeah oh did she say that? i think so yeah okay. now, now that i think about it yeah i have to that's clever then yeah again this movie's God, this movie is not stupid, oh, and man. it's so weird to see a horror movie where there's hardly a stupid fucking thing in it. Like, I can't reiterate that enough to you people. It's so weird. Pat myself on the back, man. Landing <laughs> not like this movie that much. I, again, I was shocked that you even recommended. I was yeah, like, man. you really want to watch this I, fucking uh, yeah, sir. Rosemary's Baby? Now you see why. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Solid choice, man. Jim. Um, Jim. But uh, she, there was something I was going to say about that. That lady she befriends and then she winds up dying Yeah, she jumps out the window there was something else i was going to mention about that was it like when they were talking down in the basement doing the laundry was oh no it? okay so the was when they're talking down in the basement she mentions like she used to be on dope she was fucked up and these people brought her in and tried to make her better yeah and then she later dies and they say it's like suicide blah 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 and then later on rosemary's talking to hoyt or whatever his name is and uh she was like uh, yeah, they're, uh, <laughs> she's like, they're a very nice couple. She's like, eh, he, she's kind of nosy and blah, blah, blah. Um, she's like, but they brought this girl in. She was real sweet. And they, uh, she, they, she said they, uh, really rehabilitated her. And Hoyt's like, doesn't sound like they rehabilitated her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because everybody thinks she committed suicide. Right. I was like, that's a crass line from uh, yeah. 1968. Yeah. That's Polanski for uh, you, man. <laughs> He pulls no punches. Yeah, no, he didn't. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> we may need to stop talking about this. That'll be the last um, name drop. Yeah. I think most of this episode, we haven't really talked too much about Rosemary's no, Baby. No, that's, that's what we do, man. We get off on I don't tangents. Want the, I don't want listeners to think like we just lost interest. Like, it's just, if you've never seen the movie, like, if you've seen the movie, then nothing I'm telling you is surprising, and I'm the asshole. Well, I mean, but I think it, I, we were trying to find something to compare it to. It's... For me, that's hard. I, I I really don't know what to compare it to. And like I say, it would be hard to really recommend this movie to someone because you got to be, as you said, in the headspace. I can see someone really checking out really quickly because it's a slow burn. Well, a movie, to, a good, fair movie to compare it to would be Hereditary. Yeah. Because from the beginning, and that's what makes, if you watch Hereditary after you watch Rosemary's Baby, you'll hate it even more. Right. Because... From the beginning of Rosemary's, Rosemary's did baby, a baby. Uh, did it better, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> well, from the beginning of Rosemary's Baby, there's nothing that really hits you over the head that something is really wrong here. Right. That comes about halfway through. From the beginning of Hereditary, you're like, something fucked up is going on here. There's right. already people standing here with a big, dumb, creepy grin on their face, looking at Tony Collette at a funeral, and you're just like, something's wrong here. Yeah. Like, you know something's wrong. And as good as Tony Collette is in the movie, she doesn't piece almost any of this together until like it's way too late. And then they just off her in the movie. And again, a great comparison, like Rosemary figures it out, but the movie isn't stupid enough to off her and kill her. Yeah. Like she has the baby and then the movie keeps going on. And then sort of the final piece of the movie is her standing over the kid and staring at it. And she's got this very, motherly look in her eye where right. you could almost see her like maybe i should be a mother to him yeah, yeah. or if you paid attention to the rest of the movie she might be standing there thinking i'm gonna fucking kill this kid i, I kind of like that yeah kind of like let you pick you know your own fate for her yeah like, you could kind of end the movie however you wanted oh she you know eventually yeah accepted her fate or she probably just fucking killed the yeah 
Because Demon Hereditary Baby. tells you exactly what the fate of exactly. all these characters are. Like, Tony Collette dies, the son becomes whatever the fuck that thing yeah. is. Don't they chant, like, Hell Pagan or some shit? Some. No, that's a stupid. It's a stupid name. Yeah. <laughs> they don't say pagan, but yeah. it's a yeah. it's a weird p word or yeah. some shit like that. But that was a clear ripoff from. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And yeah, Rosemary. Everything Hereditary did, Rosemary's Baby did, forty years earlier, yeah. and it did it so much better and so much smarter. Yeah, I, like I can't say enough good things. I'm I'm shocked. I have nothing bad to say nice. about this movie. Hell yeah. I, I don't even really have a nitpick about it. Like I'm like this. I couldn't have made a better ending for this movie. It's yeah. got that. It, it ends on a note where you're just, you don't quite know what she's thinking in that moment. And if it gave you any more that she might think one way or another, it might've ruined the movie, but she's yeah. just standing over the bed, looking at the kid. And you're like, you, it's like the first time in the movie, I get baby. That's, that's something else too. Throughout the movie. When you see Mia Farrow, you, you almost always know what's going through her mind. You know right. what she's thinking. Yeah. And when you see her piece the plot together and figure it out, you see it all in her face. Yeah, she portrays it very well yeah, on screen. But at the end of the movie, it's one of the first times, if, if the only time in the movie, that you're not really sure what she's thinking right. anymore. And you're just like, that's that's like chef's yeah. kiss. You're like, yeah. that's where you cut your movie out. Like you, you know what your character should do, and you've seen her make these great decisions, but at the end of the movie, you're not really sure where she is anymore. And then the movie just leaves us right there. I was like, that... There's no better way to end the movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, ra- I'm, I really want to rip this movie apart just to piss you off. <laughs> no, man. But I, I've, got, I've, I've got you nothing. Can't. Like it's, <laughs> I, I, it's so weird to see any movie in any decade, old or new, that right. doesn't really have many flaws to it. Right. That you know, it was um, Oscar nominated. and It was a horror movie. So yeah, that, which is weird that for speaks that volumes. Time. Yeah. yeah. Um, because they. Never, they don't even do that these days. No, hardly um, ever. Because the people always talk about like, oh, Silence of the Lambs is when they created psychological thriller because they didn't want to call it a horror movie, right. and they thought talked like that was going to be a change of the game. It's like no, yeah. they almost always never nominate these nope. movies because they'd rather give it to. I didn't even watch the Oscars. I don't know what one. I don't even watch I know, the Grammys anymore, man. I don't watch it either. Yeah. I saw Short Round one little uh from indiana jones little asian kid he was in that he won a best supporting actor thing nice. that's the only thing i saw from the oscars and i was like fuck short year like he data got an oscar <laughs> that's like awesome. man i uh, was I, uh, one thing that was cool for the oscars i was really <laughs> happy for brandon was it brandon brandon Fraser? Fraser. yeah because yeah. i know he was down there for a while man like he was like completely uh, like out of hollywood and he was yeah I think well he talks like I think he sort of left Holly I think he had a bad experience yeah, like he talked like he was like someone well, put his hands on yeah, him or something Yeah he was a, like he, uh, SA yeah Yeah but I mean but I think he left back. basically to raise his kids which yeah. is very Rick Moranis of him they right. don't know if people don't know like very recluse Yeah like yeah. Rick Moranis was everywhere in the 80s and early 90s and then he disappeared off the face of the earth yeah. and he shows up a few times now but basically like John Cusack Never John Cusack's still around. Yeah, he's, he's just in smaller movies right. now. But Rick Moran has completely disappeared because I think his wife died, mm. and he was left with his kids. So he's he chose to raise his kids instead of having a Hollywood career. I mean, You're like that's the most that's honorable. I mean, yeah, yeah. And I think that's what Brendan Fraser did. I think he had a really bad experience. Maybe he's done a few things along and along here. I right. haven't followed it, but. He's got like full grown kids now, and you're just yeah. like, he's probably spent the, he's probably made the smart decision and raised his kids. Yeah. 
outside of I always the, I mean I always liked Brandon Fraser so I mean I felt like, oh, you know, yeah, uh, like I was happy he won and I, I mean it was like a bounce back for him so <laughs> our friends love... have something to say what do you have to say rock and roll <laughs> <laughs> that's what you had to say was that airheads, airheads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll always um, like Encino man yeah I watched that movie a ton of times Dude, it was I, always I, on TV growing <laughs> up no nobody's in the juice no much chill <laughs> Over there at the gas station. God, what all, oh, the, probably the last big movie he was in was like the Mummy. Yeah, movies. Bedazzled. Um, I love Bedazzled. Oh my God! I'm so. I would have never thought that. I fucking love that yes. movie. Um, shoots that shot. Hold on, again. <laughs> oh, no. Look, you go out there, you give it 110. percent I think we played pretty good tonight. <laughs> oh my God! Dude, he, he was so awesome, man. It just like yeah, I, I love the bounce back for him, man. He yeah. won, so he just came back, and he's in a. I think he's come in like a Martin Scorsese movie coming out soon. Yeah, I want to see the movie he did where he had to do like where he had to wear the fat suit or whatever. That's what he won for. Yeah, right? I want to well. see that movie. Well, yeah, I yeah. want to see it. I kept wanting to see it, but every time it comes up, I'm like, man, this is going to be a heavy movie. And yeah, I, no pun sure. intended. Like, this is <laughs> nice. going to, like, th- I think this is going to depress me right. if I watch it. I still want to see it, though, man. Yeah. I mean, um, fucking want an Oscar over it, so. Yeah. But yeah, they don't give out Oscars to horror movies except nope. Rosemary's Baby. <laughs> and again, it's, I don't know, I, I can only I can only gush over this movie so much. It was, it was so strange to see a movie that just took its time and didn't treat its characters like complete idiots. Yeah. And then and didn't sell them out in the end either. Like Rosemary doesn't die when the baby's born. She wakes back up and she's still very much in the plot and she's still very much like, I'm gonna fucking kill somebody. Right. When she grabs that knife, you're just like, God, please yes. let her kill somebody. The time has come. Yeah. And and yeah, if you if you like your more depressing type endings, you could very well watch this movie and right. be like, Okay, she gave in to him. She did yeah. it. I feel like um, if you can make it through the first hour, the last hour is gonna be well worth the wait. Yeah. This is a two-hour movie, so. Yeah, well, I was fine all the way through. Yeah, like, yeah. good deal. It's just constantly engaging because yeah. scenes don't go on longer than they need to. Yeah. It's constantly changing things up, like, and she's just, she's just great to watch. Like, she's not oh, boring. She's, she's outstanding. Not, yeah, she's not submissive to anybody, and she's not, like, the big, strong female character. She's yeah. just a normal person yep. who happens to be of decent intelligence right. that isn't a goddamn idiot. <laughs> and it's good. so it's that's the best I can say about this movie is I don't know the last movie horror movie I've watched. Halloween's my favorite. Well, it's basically my favorite horror movie, but even Jamie Lee Curtis isn't as smart as Rosemary. Yeah. She drops the knife twice in that movie. <laughs> and then she came back for three sequels that right. Whoo. We'll get into those. Yeah, we, I think we bash those movies enough. Yeah, no, we, no, no. <laughs> they, man, <laughs> that's a whole another tangent. I mean, bro. I'm not going to do it now. As, as but say, those we, movies deserve to just be raked over the coals over and over again. I mean, we pretty much made it a point to do it every episode. So yeah, fuck Halloween um, kills yeah. <laughs> and ends and ends. <laughs> That Exorcist movie is going to be I know, dude. That's the <laughs> same fucking director. I'm curious what he's going to do because it's it's not a remake. It's a belated sequel that it he's doing. That's what kills me about that shit. I hate I hate that this is a thing now. It doesn't need it. Like a, well, the, uh, like Halloween 2018 could have just been called, because it's basically Halloween 2 yeah. is the way he set it up. He could have just called it Halloween 2 or Halloween, but he called it Halloween. Right. And his I, new Exorcist movie is called The Exorcist. The Exorcist yeah. 
and but it's really it it's taking it's a direct sequel to the first movie, and it's so that becomes more and more annoying. Like I just don't Halloween, know. I can forgive it because Halloween we've talked about has always retconned yeah. its sequels and redone everything. I'm just the trying to Exorcist. figure out the direction he's going to go with this. I mean, so now the demon, you know, was it was in Father was it Karis? Karis, yeah. Um, yeah, it was in him when he died. So you know, Reagan left. So yeah. what? So the demon like track Reagan down and find Reagan and he's gonna possess her again. Like, oh, that's gonna who the fuck is gonna be Reagan now? Like, I, I don't know, man. It, and it's gonna even more irritating is, <clears throat> I guess it's it's gonna retcon Exorcist three, which you can go fuck yourself. Yeah. I love Exorcist that three movie. was great. Yeah, um, one of the best scenes I've ever yeah. seen in a movie is in that movie. So yeah, so it's. And Exorcist 3 was written and directed by the guy who wrote the Exorcist book. Right. So it's like, okay, David Gordon Green thinks he's going to make a better movie than that guy or William Friedkin. And the great thing, when we talk about the Exorcist, the best thing about that movie is the exorcism in the movie is only the last 20 to 30 minutes of the movie. The first two hours of the movie is about a priest who's lost his faith and at the end of the movie he gets it back. Right. And it takes its time. That's a good comparison to Rosemary's Babel, Baby because it, it that never like hits you over the head of like Father Karras has lost his way and he's slowly getting it back. He's slowly seeing stuff that he can't explain anymore. Helping old altar boy, Father. That's a, I love that <laughs> stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was a Catholic. <laughs> right. Yeah, that movie doesn't like beat you over the head with anything. It, it just tells a story along and along. Yeah, this is the same thing you just told the girl on the last episode when y'all talked about Texas Chainsaw. You said that yeah. to her about yeah about the Exorcist. How it was about somebody. Who, oh yeah, I was about to say this sounds like I've said yeah, this shit you before. Did, yeah, you said it to her. Yeah, <laughs> and I said you had to save it for me because <laughs> yeah. we're talking about the Exorcist. <laughs> yeah, we'll wait until. David Gordon Green shits the bed, and then, and then we'll talk about. Both you just can't wait to sit beside me in that movie, dude. I mean, I, I swear to God, if a fight breaks out, I'm jumping in. Look, I, I hope it's a good move. I, I but, do too, man. But but I've seen what this son of a bitch has yeah, done twice now. And he, you're like, he's wrecking your shit. Yeah, yeah, Jew, yeah, I totally just thought. <laughs> now we're gonna have a movie of him effing her. <laughs> oh man, I, I just don't know. I don't know how where he's gonna go with this. So I just don't fuck it up. Yeah, but he left a bad taste in my mouth with kills and ends. So. Ends was, I mean, something else. Um, 2018 was, it, was good, but... Tw- yeah, 2018 was good. Kills was just like a Jason movie. Right. And then Ends was like an experimental, <laughs> whatever that movie yeah. was. Which is why I liked it better than Kills, because Kills was just like, it's just it's just utter stupidity. Yeah. Not that Halloween's End isn't stupid. It's very stupid, but at least it's a different... Whatever, we're not talking about the fucking yeah. movie. Fuck, Fuck those, those movies. movies. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's ultimately what I was yeah. trying to get to. Yeah. So, yeah, watch Rosemary's Baby. Absolutely. You won't be disappointed. Um, yeah. Nominated for an Oscar for a reason. So Yeah. You just have to just not think about all RP. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Which, I don't know, like, the movie. It's one of his best movies. I mean. It's, yeah. It, yeah. I mean, and it's one of the best. Like, again, I can say that, like, it's one of the best horror movies I've ever seen where I'm like, huh wasn't expecting that right. wasn't expecting that like even though i knew what the plot of the movie was the movie kept ex- like surprising me like oh she's not an idiot oh like it's it's just it's just smart like it and not smart in like a in like looking down on the audience kind of way it's just right. like the movie knows the audience isn't a 
idiot right and doesn't pander to the audience so i want to ask you about the characters because i know a lot of your when you watch movies you'll say stuff like you know they'll have characters that you really don't care about now are there characters in this movie that you were like i really don't care about those characters they're meaningless characters i know that's like one of the things that you usually talk about in movies like uh, oh they got like characters that no one cares about would you say there would be any in this i mean I, I, apart from the annoying neighbors well that was their purpose was to be annoying right right um if they were annoying and Rosemary was like, yeah, they're fine, I would have hated it. Oh, gotcha. But I, I like that she's just like, I, I can't stand these people. Right. Because it is like it's you can't waste a character if you're kind of on the same page of the main character and how they view the rest of it. Um, so like you're kind of right there with Rosemary where you're just like, yeah, fuck these people. Yeah. Um, as far as like wasted characters, I couldn't think of any. No, really. every, almost everyone serves a purpose. Every, everyone to has story. a meaning. So yeah, yeah. The opening, the first girl you meet who dies by suicide, like she's got a like she sets up the necklace, and she's very kind of happy go lucky. So you're you're curious why she would kill herself. So that immediately puts your suspicion on. Um, so like she like she's not meaningless. The husband become he's not quite the prick he is about the last half of the movie but he's never the best husband to her no no um even before they go meet them he's still a bit of a dickweed right but that's fine because you it just makes you hate him even yeah. more at the end and you realize like you know yeah um sold his soul for success so yeah and then the two neighbors i didn't have a problem with and probably any other movie i would have been annoyed by the by the coke bottle <laughs> glasses yeah. lady but I love that uh she when, that she's there like Rosemary is able to sort of call her bullshit when she's right. trying to put the spoon in the glass with the milk. It it, it I love that's that might be my favorite part of the movie is when she did that cuz right. she it was such a cuz you don't really realize it what she's doing for you just see her piling stuff on and then she goes to put the spoon in the glass and she grabs yeah. her hand and then you're just like oh, oh my god like yeah. Rosemary was ahead of me on this. Right. That's very like I just love that. It's such a small moment. It's so smart, and it makes you realize Coke bottle lady is such a bullshitter. <laughs> I, I like the Coke bottle lady. Yeah. <laughs> it, again, any other movie, she would have been like worthless, but she's there to sort of like for Rosemary to sort of like put two and two together on right. that. And then at the end, when she's acting like a child, <laughs> milk or no milk will kill you. Right, just right. like, but then the dude she like sticks her tongue out at her. Yeah, or and, yeah. But then the dude like tells her to sit down, and I was right. like, okay. Yeah. Um. Pretty much all the characters, you know, they serve a purpose, though. So. Yeah. The Hoyt character, like he he gets her just enough information so she can figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. I, again, I've I can't think of a wasted scene in the oh, movie. Yeah. I can, and you're not going to get a better endorsement for, for probably any movie, <laughs> right? Um, it is. It's a darn little, damn near perfect little movie. Like it's surprising, surprisingly. Good deal. So, and it's not horror in the t in the way that most people probably would think. It's not uh, like it's more shit like suspense than yeah, anything. It's suspense, maybe a, little bit, maybe a little bit of thriller. Yeah, and and again, they don't show you the kid at the end. I love that. They that would have been if they. I wonder that makes me want to watch the remake that the Zoe Saldana one. I was yeah. like, I bet they show the they, kid. Yeah, I bet they did. We progressed from '68, yeah, so yeah, because any movie these days wouldn't like make that move. They would be yeah. like, no, we have to see it. Right. It's when it's called Rosemary's Baby. We have to see. We the gotta baby. see the baby. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's it's again, it's kind of a minor miracle. A movie's called Rosemary's Baby, and you never see the baby the entire yeah. movie. Baby's um, grown up now. It's the demon in Insidious. <laughs> <laughs> It, yeah, you know yeah, what? There you go. <laughs> yeah. We'll leave it to that. Yeah. So, yeah. 
if you've listened to all this, there could not be a more ringing endorsement. If you've never seen the movie, um, I mean, if you have seen the movie again, I'm the idiot. That's just like <laughs> they're just like Late to the party. <laughs> yeah, like welcome, man. Yeah, we know it's good. Thanks. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Someone in there. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, but yeah, anything else for this? That's it, man. Love the movie. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, good job. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, man. I think that'll do it for horror makes you brave. Um, Till next time, watch Rosemary's Baby. It will make you brave. Later, guys. Mm-hmm.